Welcome to the Growing with Nature podcast. I'm your host, Darren Williams, permaculture enthusiast, restoration ecologist, and founder of Growing with Nature. Too often, we hear that the best thing we can do for nature is to leave it alone. But people are a part of nature, and you can make the living world around you come alive with abundance for people, plants, and wildlife, even in your own backyard. Join me on a journey through regenerative soil building, permaculture, restoration ecology, and more. To learn concrete steps you can take at home to support wildlife, grow incredible, delicious food, and help heal our living world right in your own backyard. Ready to get started? Grab a shovel, roll up your sleeves, and let's make the living world around you come alive. In this episode, we're going to explore the soil food web, from worms to nematodes to bacteria, fungi, and so much more. The soil food web is the foundation that supports a thriving and abundant environment. If you want to cultivate abundance for people, plants, and wildlife, then you need a healthy soil food web. Let's dive in. How often have you been told that what matters for your soil is nitrogen, phosphate, and potassium, sometimes called NPK? These three are the so-called big three primary nutrients found on most commercial fertilizers. And most soil tests focus on these three along with other important micronutrients. Often soil amendments focus on these micronutrients too. You know, things like calcium, magnesium, iron, and many others depending on the soil soil test you have done. But these soil tests are all missing out on the single most important element of healthy soil. And that is the life that makes up the soil. Soil wouldn't be soil without the life in it. When you remove the life from the soil, it becomes dirt. It's not alive, it's dead. But far too often, we ignore the life in the soil and focus just on those three big nutrients by adding fertilizer to the soil and then adding amendments for various micronutrients. If you instead focus on supporting a diverse soil food web, you can stop worrying about adding all these nutrients to your soil. Because your soil already has what your plants need to thrive in it, but it may be locked up and not accessible to your plants. Soil life through the soil food web can unlock these nutrients and make them accessible to your plants. But beyond making nutrients available to your plants, the soil food web can also protect your plants from diseases and pests and also improve the structure of your soil. So if you want to cultivate abundance for people, plants, and wildlife, then supporting the soil food web is key. So let's dive into the soil food web and look at what it is, why it's important, and three steps you can take to support it. And also, make sure you grab your your free guide to building healthy soil, which you can find in the show notes. And before we look more closely at the soil food web, I do want to take a moment to read a recent review from Tom Knezik on Apple Podcasts. Tom says, Tons of edible information and bite-sized episodes. I didn't realize how many native plants were out there to eat. Keep it up, Darren. You know, thanks so much, Tom, for the review. You know, there really are just tons of native edibles. I feel like every year I add a few more to my list. I'm always looking for new ones. You know, Tom, along with Fran, are actually hosts of the Native Plants Healthy Planet podcast presented by Pinelands Nursery. And I was recently a guest on their show, and I highly recommend checking out their podcast. You know, they interview some of the top minds in ecology, restoration, conservation, and of course, native plants. So check them out and tell them Growing With Nature sent you. There's a link in the show notes uh, for the episode that I was on. And if you like what you hear today, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. 
Your review will help more people find us. People like you who want to bring these skills home to enjoy wildlife, grow more food, and help heal our living world. And if you like, you know, share share these episodes with friends and family. That is a big way to help, too. So thank you. Okay, let's get started. Have you ever taken a handful of soil from a healthy forest floor and just smelled it? If you haven't, you really should. You know, I know that may not be what you always do when you walk through a forest, but please just give it a try. You know, the smell will be earthy, moist, and just good. It's hard to describe. It's just, it's just a good smell. And it's the smell of life. And that is the same smell that you should find in healthy soil with a thriving soil food web. But if you take a handful of sand or dry dirt, it will smell different. It's subtle, but your nose will be able to tell the difference. You want the soil on your property to smell like the f- soil in a forest. You know, that earthy smell comes from the fungi, bacteria, worms, bugs, nematodes, and so much that makes up the life of the soil food web. Some of these are shredders and decomposers. They break down and eat any dead organic material like leaves, stems, branches, and dead roots in and on the soil. You know, think about things like pill bugs, earthworms, and millipedes. These are some of the larger types of life found in and on the soil. They break up or shred things like leaves into smaller pieces that other life can better use. Bacteria and fungi are examples of decomposers. They help break down organic materials like leaves, branches, and stems. This makes it easier for shredders and other soil life to do their job of breaking up the larger materials. You know, think about how much easier it is to break a rotten branch compared to a fresh branch. Then there are the predators in the soil food web. You know, these are critters like predatory nematodes, protozoa, larger arthropods like centipedes, and even slime mold. You know, that yellow, kind of moldy, you know, slimy thing that you see sometimes popping up on, like, areas covered with wood chips. You know, we just had some at our place, and that's actually a predator. You know, these predators eat the shredders and decomposers and other life found in the soil. And by eating these life, they release the nutrients that were found in those. And the, that those nutrients were originally gotten from rotten logs or other things. So that basically allows the release of nutrients from, you know, rotting logs and branches and leaves and all that into the surrounding soil. And that those nutrients are then available to your plants. You know, plus those predators can keep so-called soil pests like root-eating nematodes and disease-causing fungi in check. Because just like, you know, a ladybug can keep aphids in check, the same principle applies in the soil, just at a smaller and often slower stage. And really, there is so much more than these examples of soil life. Healthy soil is just filled with life. There is literally more life in one teaspoon of nice, healthy soil than there are people living on our planet. All this life is the foundation of a healthy, living world that is filled with abundance for people, plants, and wildlife. So why is the soil food web the foundation of a healthy, living world? Let's start with a different question. Does anyone add fertilizer or amendments to a healthy forest? No, of course not. So how do these areas thrive? The soil food web is a big part of why these natural areas are filled with abundance. As branches, leaves, stems, and even animals die and fall to the ground, the life in the soil starts to break it down. Some, like bacteria, eat the dead material, while others, like protozoa, eat the bacteria. There is a complex mix of prey and predators in the soil food web. 
This cycle releases nitrogen and other nutrients that your plants need. For example, bacteria-eating protozoa can provide plants with up to 80% of the nitrogen they need. And that's just one example. All the nutrients your plants need can be provided by the soil food web. And fungi will even interact with your plants in a complex system, sometimes called the wood wide web. Basically, this is a complex network of fungi and plant roots that share nutrients and water between them. The result is your plant roots are essentially greatly extended, giving them access to the nutrients they couldn't otherwise reach. And this you know, network with plants and fungi, most plants have this type of interaction. There's very few that don't. And our brassicas like broccoli and things like that are some of the few that don't interact with fungi in this way. But most other plants do. So, you know, we got a little bit of information in the show notes uh, there in the resources section that go into the Wood Wide Web in a little bit more detail that you should check out. And your plants will feed this soil life by releasing what are known as root exudates into the soil. You know, these these root exudates are essentially little packets of carbohydrates, you know, sugars, things like that, and other compounds that fungi and other soil life can eat. A large portion of the carbohydrates your plants make through photosynthesis isn't used for growing. Instead, the plants actually release it as root exudates into the soil. And the reason your plants do this is to get access to nutrients like nitrogen that they need through the soil life. You know, this complex interaction creates a diverse soil food web that in turn creates abundance above ground that is, too, you know, that it creates abundance that's just filled with plants and the wildlife they support. If you don't have that diverse soil food web, you don't have diversity above ground. And beyond providing nutrients for your plants, the soil food web has two other core benefits. A diverse soil food web will naturally keep disease-causing fungi, bacteria, and other so-called pests in check. People often want to get rid of nematodes since they think they will just eat plant roots. And those plant-eating nematodes, you know, those root-eating nematodes are often the ones that get all the attention. And, you know, they're out there. They exist. But many nematodes are predators that actually eat the root-eating nematodes. So just like you want to promote songbirds to eat caterpillars, you can also promote the predators in the soil that will keep disease-causing fungi, bacteria, root-eating nematodes, and other potential problems in check. And a diverse soil food web will also improve the structure of your soil. Earthworms create tunnels that plant roots can easily move through, and fungi will hold the soil together to keep it from eroding. But these are just a couple examples. The reason the soil of a healthy forest has that nice, moist, chocolate cake type structure is that it's filled with life. So if you want healthy soil that provides the nutrients your plants need to thrive, keeps diseases in check, and has good structure, then you've got to support the soil food web. So now that we've explored the soil food web and why it's important, I'm sure you're wondering how you can support on your property. Luckily, it's actually quite easy to do. There are three core steps to support the soil food web. And those three are, first, minimize disruption, you know, stop tilling your soil. Cover the soil with mulch, you know, living mulch works too, living plants. And feed soil life by keeping living roots in the ground all year. You've really got to stop tilling if you want to support a diverse soil food web. It's okay to till an area once to get it prepared for future planting, but once it's prepared, don't till it again. Every time you till the soil, you kill the life in the soil. And you also destroy the structure of the soil. The result is a depleted soil food web that won't be able to provide the same benefits as a healthy, diverse soil food web. And the next step is to keep the soil covered with mulch. This can be wood chips, chopped 
and drop plant materials like spent veggies and flowers, fall leaves, and also living plants. All this will help feed the life in the soil, and it will keep the soil cool and moist, making it easier for the soil life to thrive and do what they do best, which is create rich, healthy soil. And finally, make sure to keep living roots in the ground all year round. In annual gardens, people often leave the soil bare over the winter. But without living roots in the ground to release root exudates and feed the soil life, your soil food web will be less diverse and less abundant. The key is to add perennial plants and perennial foods to your growing areas. Even in the winter, these plants will still support soil life, just at a slower rate than in the summer. You don't have to shift entirely to perennial foods, but the more you can grow perennial foods, the healthier your soil will be. And in turn, the better your plants will do. If you plant perennial plants, you know, stop tilling and keep the soil covered with mulch or living plants, you will have a thriving soil food web under your feet. It won't take long for the soil life to move in, but you can speed this process up by adding compost or worm castings to your soil. This will give a nice boost to your soil food web by adding a ton of life to it. You know, compost extract and compost tea is another great option to do this, and I'll have links in the show notes about how to make compost extract and compost tea. And once you've got a thriving soil food web, your plants will just take off. Building healthy soil by supporting a diverse soil food web is one of the best things you can do to heal the living world around you. And stay tuned for our next episode, where we will explore a food forest. Food forests are a great perennial-based system for growing food in a way that supports a diverse soil food web. Plus, they support wildlife and really are just beautiful, all while providing food for your family and your community. All right, I hope you enjoyed that episode, and thank you for listening to the Growing With Nature podcast. This podcast is made possible thanks to our patrons over on patreon.com. Thank you, patrons, for supporting our work. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. Your review will help more people find us, people like you who want to bring these skills home to support wildlife, grow food, and help heal our living world. Well, that's all for now. See you next week, same time, same place. Have a great week, and keep on growing.